Welcome to Improving Sales Performance, a podcast highlighting tips and insights aimed at helping sales organizations realize and maybe even exceed their goals. Here, we chat with thought leaders, experts, and gurus who have years of sales experience from a wide range of industries. I'm your host, Matt Sunshine, CEO at the Center for Sales Strategy, a sales performance consulting company. We're so proud to be celebrating Women in Sales Month once again. For each week in October, we have an amazing slate of women sales leaders who will be sharing their unique insights. From offering advice for sales managers new and more experienced to surveying the anticipated landscape of sales in the years ahead, when it comes to improving sales performance, these ladies know how it's done. I'm Stephanie Downs, Senior Vice President and Senior Consultant at the Center for Sales Strategy. I'll be joining Matt Sunshine on the show for the entire month of October. Today, we are joined by Gio Savignon, Director of Sales at WFAA. Gio shares so many amazing observations, such as why it's important for everyone from the top down to fully believe in the mission of the organization, how the best managers are as good at coaching as they are teaching, and lastly, why really great sales leaders have to lean into the unknown. All right, Gio, thank you for being here. Um, here. Um, this is going to be a great conversation. Uh, we've known each other a long time, and these questions are right in your wheelhouse. And so I'm excited excited for us to, to dive in. So with that, from your point of view, what are the things that you look at in a sales department that lets you know that things are on track? In other words, or said another way, are there some KPIs, some key performance indicators, maybe maybe three, four, five that that you tend to really zero in on uh, to help you uh, drive performance? Sure. First, thanks for having me here today. Um, I think that what I look at for my team is first and foremost, do I have alignment? And that starts with the management team. Um, everyone needs to believe in the mission and believe in what we're doing. We don't need robots, but everyone needs to understand uh, what we're trying to accomplish. So it starts there and then funnels down to um, everybody else in the department, from sellers to account managers, you name it. They all need to understand and be aligned as well, because if we have fractures in the system, it will, um, you know, it'll get in the way of us succeeding. It'll certainly slow things down. I think the second thing is um, clearly defined strategy and what we're trying to accomplish. So, um, you know, AEs, it's one thing to tell them, AEs, I said, I'm using them as an example, but it's one of the thing, thing to tell them that this is our strategy, so let's go do it. And it's another thing to say, this is our strategy, this is why we built the strategy the way we want it. And then these are the tactical steps that we can take to get there. Does everybody agree? And mm -hmm. so if you can get those two things, then then you're really going in the right direction. And the last thing is, you know, APIs, measurement. You know, are we doing the number of activities we need to be doing yeah. daily? Are we um, hitting our revenue goals? If we aren't, what's holding us back? So uh, to me, those are like the three big ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Diving just, uh, diving just in on mm -hmm. that a second, is, is there a particular 
hack that you use to determine or to know if there is alignment? Is there is there is there a specific activity metric that you look at? I know you look at all of them, but is there one that you kind of lean on a little bit more? Just your comments on that. So I think that um, people, and I don't care what you do, everybody has so much coming at them. And so repetition is a big piece of it. Mm-hmm. We try to um, do that through visuals throughout the department, through our sales meetings. Um, we try to, anytime we see success associated with our strategic plan, we are gonna, we're going to celebrate that. Mm-hmm. And it's not a sale necessarily. It can be, but it can be mm-hmm. anything in the department that reflects what we're trying to accomplish. So I think it goes back to just constantly reminding people and then, um, you know, and when you see something that's not what you want, addressing it immediately and trying to figure out what's at the root. So to me, it's just keeping the, you know, watching your guardrails and making sure that you're always staying in your lane. Yeah. You know? So you're already starting to touch on some of this, especially thinking about alignment across the organization and mission and, um, and vision or, you know, kind of the value of the organization and getting everybody aligned on that. What should salespeople, uh, sales managers really be focused on? Think about it in terms of uh, big rocks or the highest priorities. Where should they really be paying attention? Um, There's a whole bunch of them. I I really think (laughs) that the sales managers, particularly local sales managers, have one of the hardest jobs in the building. Yes, they do. They're managing up, they're managing down, and they're managing across. So, and then they've got clients, of course, and all the problems that, not necessarily problems, some good or bad, but, you know, a lot of times they're dealing with things that they need to fix. So, um, you know, I think I, you know, the successful sales manager is really good at problem solving. They're also good teachers and motivators. Um, You know, we often say that you shouldn't have to motivate people, that they should have it within themselves. But Everybody has a bad day. Everybody has a bad yeah. quarter. And so you do have to be there to, to help them through. Um, I also think that, that the job of, of the sellers has become much more complicated. And there mm-hmm. has to be empathy, number one, because a lot of people have been here when we sold one product and now we're selling a whole bunch more. Yeah. And so you need to um, have empathy with your sellers, but at the same time, push and push because their future is dependent on change. They have to if they want to be successful. So uh, a manager has to be able to convey that and also know, um, you know, it's, it's one thing to be empathetic, but it's another thing to, you know, hold mm-hmm. people up and let's go. Let's, let's push that big rock mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the other one is just learning. Um, you know, uh, I think a sales manager has to be a coach and a teacher and the teaching part, um, they need to know just as good as, <laughs> as the AEs or, or else they'll lose credibility really quick. Yeah. So you already you said the uh, salespeople that their job has really changed because of the complexity of the job and the number of products. Well, sales managers jobs have also changed a lot over the last, you know, pick a year, three years, four years, five years. It's really changed. Right. Give us some comparison of what it was like to be a sales leader in an organization four or five years ago compared to what it's like now. Well, the big is that, um, you know, they had, there was COVID, obviously, but all COVID really did was accelerate the change. The change was already coming. Yeah. So I think that um, 
as leaders and as sellers, you know, you can't, you can't just stick your head in the sand and hope that it'll all go away. It's not going away. So, you know, adapting to that is is, Mm -hmm. is critical. And so you're looking for people that are very adaptable and open to change. Yeah. And yet that goes back to the the role of the local sales manager and how hard that role is, because you're right. They have everything kind of comes at them in a variety of different ways. But they also have to be really good at leading their team through that change management and through all of those pieces, in addition to everything else you described. Exactly. Exactly. You know, one of the things, you know, Stephanie and I are fortunate that we get to do these podcasts with so many exceptional leaders, just like yourself. And one of the things that keeps coming up again and again, whether prompted or not prompted, and in your case, not prompted, is that these really effective managers are really more coaches and teachers and they are managers and 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 you know there's lots of reasons for that uh technology is is probably the biggest reason for that it's a lot of the reporting stuff is being Mm -hmm. taken care of yeah but as you look and and in your role you have the opportunity to see lots of managers lots of leaders in lots of different positions so I, i'm i'm asking to lean on your experience and and your um and your uh and what you have access to seeing what what makes a great sales leader like what are those when you think of the really good ones if you could design one what would you steal what would you how would you do it Yes, I well, I think that a really good sales leader has to really lean in to the unknown um, because we don't know where things are going. No business does at all. And so the ability to just lean in and go for the ride, I think is first and foremost. I think we all, you know, we all have a tendency, like it or not, to go, well, we've never done it that way or <laughs> scary or whatever it is. But um you know, I look for sales managers that are just like, hey, I got this no matter what. Yeah. And, uh, I, I like it. I want to go be the first on the roller coaster, if you want to call it that. So um, so I'm always looking for someone like that. But then I also want someone that um, really cares about their people, particularly this next generation. Mm. They, uh, they don't want a boss. They they want a partner. And there's a balancing act, but uh, it's it's real and it's not going away. So looking for someone that's going to really partner with their with their sellers and and celebrate mm-hmm. their successes. I think those are the two main ones. Um, the other one I would bring up, and it's it's it hasn't really changed, but it's still important, is that you know our, our job often is to roll rocks uphill and to solve problems, and um, you've got to like that. You know, it's like you know people that like doing puzzles. You have to enjoy doing that and figuring out the solution yeah. because. Yeah. I think AEs will move the world for you if you can help them make their life easier. That is so true. And I think as leaders, the the better they do at really conveying the mission, back to some of the things you said at the very top of the conversation, the better they are at sharing the vision of the direction we're going, how we're going to get there. It doesn't mean it's always going to be seamless and it's always going to be perfect. But when they really can get that buy-in, mm-hmm. sellers will push the rocks uphill. You yes. know, if you really help bring them along and they know where they're going, 
they'll do it. And they know they have your back. You have their yeah, back. That's right. For sure. Yeah. All right. So think about if you were speaking to a group of brand new managers, mm-hmm. yeah, brand new sales managers, what advice would you give them? You know, what would you tell them that they should really be paying attention to from a learning standpoint or what they should know early on in their positions? What would you recommend to them? So, you know, and I've seen them all, but um, I think you have to come in. I always tell people that that leadership isn't learned. I mean, isn't it's, it's, it's you're not born with it. It is something that you learn. And so you have to go in with a mindset that you're learning this new role mm-hmm. and be somewhat humble about it. And with that, ask a lot of questions. Yeah. So I always tell people, be honest about what you don't know. Ask the question. Okay. Ask questions. <laughs> don't be afraid to uh, try something and make a mistake. It, it, mm-hmm. That's how you learn. So yeah. um, I always just try. I'm looking for independence and I'm looking for people that are just you know, willing to take a change, willing to learn, willing to adapt. And, and, you know, sometimes you might not agree with a strategy or something, but have an open mind and Mm -hmm. give it a shot. Yeah, there really is something to the whole leadership mindset concept. When you really think about having that leadership mindset, it is a combination of talent, but it's also you know, it is also mindset. Think about it in the sense of, you know, the innate talent is what helps you really be successful when you practice an area of talent. But that mindset, that really is, it's about the instructions that you give yourself in those different scenarios. Because back to what we said earlier, there's always something coming at them, right? Right. It's what instructions do they give themselves in that moment to tackle that scenario so they have a better outcome or they're more successful, whatever the scenario is. One one thing I tell people, uh, managers often, is that usually they're coming up from the ranks. Yeah. So they know everything. And they typically, you know, when they move into this seat, they want people to do everything exactly like they did it and perfect. And I always say, be happy with 80%. Someday you'll get them to 100 or they'll get themselves there. But first start, just be happy with 80%. Yeah. 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 What what I think that we've seen over and over is... um, First of all, sometimes there's a right way and a wrong way to do something. And when there is a right way and a wrong way, we should, managers need to be um, extremely clear. And if someone's doing it wrong, they need to be corrected. And if they're being right, they need to be told that too. Sometimes there's different ways to do things. Mm -hmm. And just because somebody doesn't do it the same way you did it, doesn't mean it's the wrong way. It's just a different way. I always say to managers, hey, somebody let you become you. You need to let them become them, right? I mean, it's it's, uh, being authentic and being real and not being afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah. And the other Uh, thing I always tell managers is is give yourself some space to learn because you're not going to be great. You're not going to be perfect your first year. It's going to take you six months just to get your feet on the ground. So give yourself some grace. Yeah, yeah the, the, we used to have a client that would always say it takes four seasons. <laughs> it's four seasons. You know, it does. I mean, we can try to speed it up, but. There's some traits to that. <laughs> All right. So maybe the last question. I always say maybe the last question is a big one. And so you never know where it's going to go. And 
Stephanie and I want to reserve the right to ask follow-up questions. <laughs> so, so um, this is kind of a future thinking question. So, and in, before we jump ahead, we should acknowledge the fact that the job, that the sales departments of today look very different than the sales departments of three years ago or five years ago, whether that's because of sales enablement tools or lead generation tools or a division of labor strategy or the impact that AI has started to have or using using screens, uh, using video. So it, it has changed. But looking ahead, three to five years, what are some of the changes that you think we'll see in sales departments? That's a tough one because none of us have a crystal ball, but we can see patterns. We can read through the trades and, you know, kind of make some assumptions. Um, you know, I being in media and going through um, what we're going through right now, which is, you know, is TV dying? Is it not? You know, it depends on what article you read. Um, there's definitely a place for it, in my opinion, forever. But I do think that the role of digital and the role of streaming will continue to gain in popularity. And how we fit into that ecosystem isn't completely, you know, we don't really know the future yet. We've got ideas. But I think that the department, you know, if you think back to even, I mean, I'll say from when I got here in 2018, we had um, five, I believe, people inputting orders. Today we have one. Yeah. So, you know, and you think that's impossible, but it was because of technology. So I think technology is going to continue to play a role. It'll mm -hmm. never substitute face to face and relationships that we have with our clients ever, ever, ever impossible. But it will continue to be there. And, and you know, it's our job to figure out how to use it efficiently so that we can ideally have more people on the front line versus less. I also think the job is becoming, uh, particularly for a seller, continues to become more sophisticated. And so, you know, our sellers need to uh, get more sophisticated if they already aren't. And certainly people that move into our business will probably be coming from different areas. It might not necessarily be coming from a television station in another market. So, you know, that's, those are some of the things I see. I can see, um, I believe that local, particularly local advertisers, we will continue to play a critical role in their growth and their future. There's a lot of confusion out there. Our businesses are struggling. They don't know what to do. And we have the knowledge and the skill set to provide that. So um, we've always been a consultant. We've always been passionate about growing businesses. But it takes on, it'll take on a different look as we move forward. And mm -hmm. so I always say better together. You know, all our products work better when they're together. And that, I think, is where we're headed. In terms of structure, you know, I can see, I can see more um, field managers helping our sellers on the streets. Um, and, and I think that's important because I think as, as local grows in importance in terms of revenue, that'll be needed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some consistency in what we're hearing again and again and again when we ask this question, which is which is really the strength of doing these, right? Here, mm -hmm. here enough times. Yeah. Like, a lot of smart people all saying the same thing. Things like, um, 
technology is going to continue to to be a big part of what we do. It it, it is, right. and and yep. to lean, lean in and embrace it, and it's our friend. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, more feet on the more more time in front of people. Yeah. At the same time that there's technology, more time in front of people, yeah. face to face, and managers that are more in the field because the reporting aspect of the job is so being, much more simple being taken care yeah. of somewhere else so more at time fingertips mm -hmm. yes. yes literally literally at your <laughs> fingertips versus spending half a day finding it or preparing it for everyone right yeah um stephanie were you going to say something Okay. I was just leaning back to the technology as our friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does make our jobs easier in a lot of ways. Absolutely. I think I think that my recommendation would be that anyone that listens to any of these podcasts that we're doing is that they should listen to them all in like the same day. It really because, is amazing. Because then you can hear, you can, wow, you hear it once, you hear it three times, yeah. you hear it five times, you're like, okay. All these smart people are saying something very similar. They must know something. <laughs> yeah. So I pay attention. Um, Geo, thank you so much for joining us. We You're really, welcome. really appreciate your your expertise uh, as a as a successful leader um, is so valuable and and so appreciative. Um, so thank you so much. We will make sure that anyone that wants to reach out to you, we'll make sure your LinkedIn information is all in the show notes. And so people will be able to connect with you that way. And um, for everyone listening, thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to hearing and seeing you on uh, another podcast in the future. Fantastic. Thank you for the opportunity. This has been Improving Sales Performance. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, join us every week by clicking the subscribe button. For more on the topics covered in the show, visit our website, thecenterforsalesstrategy.com. There, you can find helpful resources and content aimed at improving your sales performance.